Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. We've got a heck of a show for you today. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, are you ready? I am ready. Let's are you ready this. to do this? Because this this is going to be how-to, guys. And mm-hmm. you guys have heard the term. I've heard the term gluten-free. We see it mm-hmm. on our foods. Uh, we, we're told to stay away from it. Robin, how do we go gluten-free? How do we do it? <laughs> okay. Well, first, let me explain what gluten is because some people don't know. We say gluten-free all the time, and I'm guilty for this as well. I'll tell patients we need to go gluten-free, and I don't dive into even what it is. Yeah. You, you just think, you know, everybody knows what that is at that point. So anyways, gluten is the general name for the proteins that are found in wheat, barley, and rye. So gluten is what acts like a glue in food. That's why so much gluten-free food can be kind of dry and crumbly and maybe not quite as appetizing as the regular version of it. Yes, Because gluten is that glue. But gluten is what people who have celiac respond to. They they have an autoimmune reaction to gluten. Um, And you can be gluten intolerant or gluten insensitive without having celiac. Okay. So lots of people can develop intolerances. Lots of people can have chronic inflammation from the consumption of gluten without having celiac. Okay. So there is a, 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 a distinguishing mark there. Um, personally, I'm gluten-free. I've been gluten-free for several years. I don't have celiac, but I have a major intolerance to the point now that if I even touch it, I can tell that I've been exposed. Interesting. Um, so, like yeah. literally touch it? Well, like like uh, my food, like okay. <laughs> any, any little bit in my food, like any little bit of it, and within five or ten minutes, I'm like, yeah, that... Like, I, I don't feel good. That was not good. That okay. was bad. Um, so, what has gluten in it? There's your obvious things. Your your breads, um, your pastas, your baked goods, uh, pizza. I miss pizza so much. Um, Pasta, cereal. But then you get into things like malted things. So malted vinegar, malted milkshakes. You wouldn't think a milkshake would have gluten, but it can. Uh, Beer, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Some oats can have cross-contamination with gluten. Um, any thickened soups, like a cream-based soup or uh, the, the one that have like a roux in the base of it, that's okay. made with flour. Um, what I really want people to think about, because those tend to be a little bit more obvious, hidden sources of gluten as well. Uh, so soy sauce has wheat in it. Okay. Um, so then teriyaki, unless you can find one that says it's gluten-free. Uh, your marinades, a lot of marinades for different things. Some taco seasonings are going to have it. Um, some cooking sprays even can have wheat in them and therefore not be gluten-free. Beef, Interesting. Beef jerky, if it has soy sauce or teriyaki. Oh, no. Uh, even French fries. You have to be careful with French fries. If they're, like, extra crunchy, it's because they've put wheat on the outside of them to make them more crunchy. Oh, man, this is a depressing episode. <laughs> <laughs> so truly going gluten-free, you really have to dig into what your hidden sources can be. Okay. And it just takes an extra step. There are gluten-free alternatives for everything. Are they all as good as the original? No. <laughs> I've yet to find a good gluten-free pizza. If somebody knows of one, please send it to me. Like, I really miss pizza. Um, but there's gluten-free alternatives for literally everything because it's such a common thing nowadays. So, you know, you mentioned a bunch of things that we need to stay away from. What are what are some of those alternatives? What are you eating? What eating like? How, how are you getting through your day? Yeah, so um, I don't do a lot of bread, but if I do, uh, there are gluten-free options. The one that I like is called Canyon Creek is the okay. brand of it. They sell it at Kroger. Um, so that... It, 
really easy to find. It literally, like, it has a big, big GF on it. Okay. Um, if I'm going to do cereal, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, they are actually part of, like, the Celiac Disease Foundation. So, no real way. name brand Honey Nut Cheerios are gluten-free. That's interesting. Off-brand or not. So, you have to check things. Okay. Um, the natural food section in most stores are going to have other gluten-free options. Um, oats, as long as they say that they are certified gluten-free. Like I said, there can be cross contaminations. So, but you can still have oatmeal. Just get one that says that it's gluten free. Okay. That means it's not been processed somewhere that there was wheat processed. Personally, I eat like a lot of chicken and rice. Um, rice is gluten free. Sushi rice is not. You have to be very <laughs> careful with sushi because they use malted vinegar in it. Interesting. So you, as you start to get into gluten free, you just have to ask. Yeah. And the first time somebody told me my sushi wasn't gluten free, I'm like, it's just rice like I don't understand they actually had to explain that one to me because I didn't know that they use a certain type of vinegar um so ask I mean p places are used to this by this point yeah uh if you're going out to eat somewhere explain to them you need to be gluten-free so that way they can tell you if something in your meal has gluten in it um got it typically most of your grilled vegetables your rice anything grilled is going to be okay anything fried is not going to be because it's going to be breaded in something and that breading is what gets you so for the people out there because we talk a lot about low carb mm -hmm. if you're already low carb are you automatically gluten-free or you probably are to an extent because you're not getting the breads and the pastas and the cereals and all that kind of stuff okay. um so then you're looking for your possible cross contaminations so you're looking at your sauces and your um, marinades and things like that that you might be putting say on your chicken if you do a teriyaki marinade on it that's going to have gluten in it now i know this for a fact actually our audience is much smarter than me <laughs> but for me what does cross-contamination mean? <laughs> um, so a cross-contamination, technically, I use that word kind of loosely. Cross-contamination means that you have your gluten-free food prepared with something that's not gluten-free. But Okay. So I'm using that slightly inappropriately there. You're getting an unknown source of gluten in your food if it's something like a sauce that you didn't check. So you've put it on there. You just didn't know that it had gluten in it. You have to check everything okay. starting out. I was thinking it meant like, you know, where, you know, you look on a package and it was made in a facility. With... Now, there, there is that possibility. Okay. So you'll look at the package and it will say like the ingredients do not say wheat on them, but then it will say made in a facility that processes wheat. That is a cross-contamination. That's that's where the oats come in because okay. a lot of oats are processed where barley and rye and wheat is processed. So you'll get a big cross-contamination there if it's not certified gluten-free. So much of this is just about asking the questions and being intentional. Yes, you have to. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that like to consume alcohol, you do still have options. Beer is not one of them. Um, they do make gluten-free beers. Those are just harder to find, and they're very expensive if they're like a certified gluten-free beer. Uh, but hard ciders are yeah. okay. Those are all made out of fruit and sugar. Not that I encourage that much sugar intake, but uh, vodkas, as long as you do a potato or corn-based vodka, is going to be fine. Um, tequila, rum, wine. Um, there's brands of all of those that are going to be gluten-free. Okay. Trulies, uh, White Claws, all that kind of stuff is all gluten-free. No way. Yeah. So all those are okay to have. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, why I tell people to go gluten-free, most of the time it's inflammation. 
usually I'm telling people, try it out, give it a month or two and see if it brings down your inflammation. So arthritis, any autoimmune conditions, chronic pain conditions, thyroid conditions, there's lots of reasons. A lot of people that have gut issues, I tell them, try cutting out the gluten, see if, it, if it's an issue. You will notice a difference within a couple of weeks, but some people really notice the difference when they try to add gluten back in. Uh. Yeah. So you kind of you you slowly start to feel better to the point that maybe you don't even realize that you feel better, and then you go eat a pizza and you like have a migraine and your stomach's killing you. Um, so some people don't notice till they add it back in. I'm really glad you mentioned that because a lot of people will ask, well, you know, how how long do I need to do this in order to start to see the benefit? Yeah. You're saying at least do it for a month or two, yeah. and you know, I, I think it was Dr. Rogers or somebody has mentioned adding something back in just to see, mm -hmm. you know, if you feel yeah. terrible, yeah. <laughs> you have some sort of sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the longer that you are gluten-free, I feel like the more sensitive you become. Like I said, to, at this point now, I can have a headache within five minutes if I've gotten gluten in something that I didn't intend to. Wow. Um, so I'm super sensitive now, but I feel great being gluten-free. Like I'm not restricted in what I'm eating. Uh, you know, there's there's bakeries that are close by that do all gluten-free, dairy-free cooking. Like you've got options out there. It just takes that extra little step, that extra little, like you've just got to think just a little bit further down the road. Yeah. If you're going to a birthday party and you have got to have cake, you're going to have to bring your own. <laughs> so just think about that. Take it with you. Um, so prepare your meals. There are some places that you're going to go that you there's nothing that you can eat. Um, so if you know you're going somewhere that everything that they have is deep fried and coated, take your own food with you. Eat before you go. It just takes that extra little bit. Guys, be intentional. Uh, Robin, thank you so much. Because, like, we talk a lot about going low-carb, staying away from glutens, but, you know, we haven't talked much about how to do it. Yeah. Guys, re-listen to this. This is how to become gluten-free. Uh, practically, uh, Robin's doing it every single day. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Robin, thank you so much. Absolutely. You name it, we explain it. We will be back next time. See you then. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.